Welcome to Freedom Matters Today. I'm Michael J. Sutton. This is Friday, May the 13th, 2022, Episode 5 of Freedom from Fear. The title for today's episode is What Do the Nations Bring to God? Mercy is not mercy unless it's merciful. Grace is not grace unless it is given to one who needs it. In the Bible, salvation or the act of saving someone has no meaning unless one is saved from something to merit the saving in the first place. Forgiveness is pointless if one does not believe that one does not need forgiving. This is the problem of faith in a Western world that believes that simply being Western, one is already in a state of grace before God. Christianity, therefore, is something other people need people outside the church, those sinners, the ones who do not go to church, who do not tithe to the church, who do not submit to the church, and those who do not obey the rules. But it's deeper than that. Many in the West believe that they are Christians because they're Americans or Australians. Many white Australians believe being white is synonymous with being a Christian. I am Australian, they say, therefore I am a Christian. One often hears statements like, we live in a Christian country with Christian values, which almost always means white values. I hear phrases like, Christian values are conservative values, or Christian values are traditional values, or Christian values are family values. The church, especially the established church, is intertwined with the monarchy of Great Britain, the educational institutions, the legal system and the culture, to such an extent that in both America and Britain, and even in places like Australia, being Western is being in a state of grace. Being a Westerner, one is closer to God or close to God. Central to this is the notion of missionary work. The mission field is abroad. Outside the West and all missionary agencies send their people abroad to the pagans, to the unbelievers abroad. Many of them these these days do pay lip service to the idea that many in the West need saving, but it's only lip service. There is an industry of missionary work, a slush fund of missionary lifestyle, opulent and beneficial to many lucky who can get it, and it is driven by the belief that God has set up his home in the West, that God is here, and he sends his people to the darkest corners of the world. The phrase, deepest, darkest Africa, is still used by many people, even at seminary. Missionary agencies still send people abroad to save the heathen, while most at home are not, in fact, Christians. Many Western Christians are deeply offended if Chinese or Japanese, Korean or African missionaries turn up to preach the gospel to them. How dare they? This is a Christian country. During America's invasion of Iraq following the missiles came the missionaries with their version of American Christianity ever eager to tell people about the white Jesus. I remember one story of an American pastor who was astounded that there were in fact Christian communities in Iraq that had been there for centuries. They were not true Christians, of course, because they did not worship God in English, nor did they speak English and were not Protestants, but they still were people who went to church. 
We bring nothing of value to God. Nothing. We bring nothing God can use. We bring nothing that can impress him. Christian fascists do not get it. They think that being born in the West is a positive point. They think that baptism brings you into the kingdom of God. They think that church attendance counts for something. They think that a good life counts for everything. None of it does. The West, however, is so deeply arrogant. It is ingrained in our culture. The life of a person in the West is worth more in our eyes than someone not born here. We generally look down on the rest of the world as inferior. National sins are the things other nations have, not us. If we do have national sins, then we know who to blame. It is never us. Becoming becoming a Christian, however, is a place of profound humility and personal embarrassment. Our Western values say that we are good enough for God. After all, we are the greatest nations in the world. Our self-esteem is such that we believe ourselves to be the greatest people in history and we have the right blood pumping through our veins. But encountering God means that none of that counts for anything. It is a place of deep humility that we can bring nothing of virtue or goodness to God. Nothing impresses him. Nothing wins him over. Not even his love for us. His love is wishful thinking outside his love in action, which was the death of Christ for sin. Even God has wishful thinking. If God will not forgive, he must be true to his word, outside atonement or blood, then why would he forgive you for being white instead of black? Why would being a Westerner make any difference? Paul in Ephesians brings some home truths about we, where we are in the nations and how we stand before God. Paul is the man or one of them who felt a conviction to bring the message, the Evangelion, which is where we get the word evangelism, to the nations, those nations who were not and are not Israel. It is a slap in the face. It really is. It will bring you down a few notches. Paul is speaking to us and probably to most of you. It is how we were. It was our lives. It was our condition. The first thing Paul tells us is that we were dead before God in Ephesians 2 verse 1. Dead. This means we had no life. The word he uses is necros, which is where we get many words in English. It means death. He did not mean physical death, but spiritual death. Our death is because of our trespasses and sins, both used in the plural sense and the inclusive sense in that all of us in the nations are in the same way. We were dead. Our sins and our trespasses brought us death without exception. All in the nations are dead because of trespasses and sins. The word transgressions are mentioned 21 times in the New Testament, while the word sins are mentioned 173 times. Both are in the plural. Christian fascists will tell you that certain sins place you in various positions regarding others in their kingdom. In other words, some people are better than others, some people are more holy than others, Some people are people of shame and others are people of virtue. But this is not how the Bible reads and it is not how Paul thought. 
Paul believed in real equality before God. To use a colloquial phrase, we are all in the same boat. We're all in this together. What is the difference between the two? Sin in Greek refers to missing the mark, a guilt, a failure, the idea of shooting an arrow and not hitting the target, the idea of falling short, of not finishing, of not fulfilling. Trespasses means a falling away or a slip, a misstep and so on. The full passage is this in Ephesians 2 verses 1 to 4. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. This is not the kind of message that affirms the nations. This is not the kind of message that elevates the nations such as Rome or Greece or America. We bring nothing to God. While we were dead, we walked or followed in the ways of the world. This following was not after God, but after the Spirit who walks, who works in all people, presumably the devil, though he is not mentioned by name here. This is strong stuff. This is Paul surveying the nations. And if we apply it today, the so-called Christian nations today, America, Britain, Australia, my word is to you, you bring nothing to God. Nothing. You walk according to the devil. You follow evil and you are dead. It was not simple, simply an action here or an action there. It was not ticking one of the boxes on the Christian fascist sin list. It was a lifestyle, a way of life. It was every day, all day, as common as breathing, as common as the heartbeat. Not just one sin or being caught in sin, but it was consumed by sin. The result was simple in Paul's mind by nature, deserving of wrath, which simply means destruction. So much for America, Australia, Britain, or the West, or any nation that exists today or existed in the past. What of the nations, in God's eyes, outside the Messiah, outside of God's salvation, all nations are dead, all of them dead. That is not the news people want to hear. Surely being an American counts. Surely being Chinese counts, or Australian, or English, or Japanese, or French, or Italian. Surely being a Westerner counts. What about our heritage? What about our churches? What about our history? No, you're dead. All of you. The one who brings life is God. And he has no favourites. Certainly not today. Remember, freedom matters today because you matter to God. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We have a new podcast episode every day. Freedom Matters Today explores freedom from a Christian perspective. Be sure to check out our daily blog at freedommatterstoday.com and subscribe. Join me tomorrow for another episode of Freedom Matters Today.